Welcome into Wake Up Legendary. If you're new, my name is Matt and I am guest hosting. Dave is uh, out in the sticks. He's out in the mountains on a little vacay. Uh, they're expecting a baby here pretty soon. So they're trying to get a little bit of relaxation, a little R&R. &R. So um, if you're here, if you're newer to our community, welcome in. If you're going through our 15 day challenge, uh, keep going through that challenge. Keep pumping through it. Um, if you don't already uh, get our text message reminders. There's a number right here on the screen. You can text 813-296-8553. Uh, in the body of the message, you text WUL. It stands for Wake Up Legendary, and that will get you signed up to get text message reminders. Uh, we hit send on that right before um, we go live. So you'll just, you'll literally get a little text message on your phone and it'll give you a link directly to here. You can tap on it and then and then watch straight from your phone every morning. So um, who do we got in here? We've got Scott. What's happening, man? Dean's in the house. Tara, lots of familiar names. I love it. Mauricio, Jay, Sue. Good morning. Chris, Ryan, Steven. We've got an awesome, awesome guest today, by the way. Uh, Dia, awesome. Hey, if you're here with us, if you're here live, um, let us know in the comments. We're here live every single day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Let us know in the comments. And uh, if you're newer, or maybe if you've been here a while, uh, let us know where you're tuning in from. We've got people from all over the world uh, who tune into these things every single morning. Um, and, uh, and, and let us know where you're tuning in from. We've got Jamaica in the house. Uh, you're welcome, Diego. We've got Jamaica. We've got where else? Hey, Don, good to see you. Leticia, Angelo, awesome. Uh, 28 degrees up in Colorado. Yikes. That's why I moved down south. I am done with that nonsense. Albuquerque, Rwanda, I'm telling you, from all over. Atlanta, El Salvador. We've got Las Vegas, Massachusetts, Czech Republic. I don't even know what time it is over there. It's probably in the afternoon. Uh, Fort Worth, Australia. I know that it's ungodly hours over there right now. Dallas, Netherlands. I'm telling you, it's all over the place. It's very cool. I love it. Uh, Tampa. Good to see you. King, Randy, Sue, Alabama, Oklahoma. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Um, so today, uh, if you're newer to our community, basically what we do on these Wake Up Legendaries is we'll do one of two things. Uh, occasionally, sometimes we'll do a more mechanical, uh, like this last Tuesday, if you go watch the replay, you can go to legendarymarketer.com slash live and you can watch all the replays. Um, it's probably on the same screen you're looking at right now. But uh, on Tuesday, we went into how to retarget your traffic using Facebook pixels or Google pixels. And we actually went through the install process, how to create custom audiences. So sometimes we actually do a full blown mini lesson. And other times like today we do interviews of people who are crushing it uh, with their either affiliate business or coaching or consulting or you name it. And so today uh, we've got an awesome guest. I'm gonna bring him on right now. He is, I said to him before, just before we went live, I said, hey, is it is it possible that, or it, it, is it accurate to say you're from a small town in the middle of nowhere? He's like, that's exactly where I'm from. That is literally exactly where I'm from. So uh, if you guys can give me some help, I want you guys to hit the thumbs up button to welcome our guests. Just pound that like little like thumbs up thing uh, to welcome in JT. What's going on, JT? Hey, man. Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Good. I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh, so JT is, uh, from the middle of nowhere. And when he said that, I was like, dude, I, I'm actually from a town of 400 people in South Dakota, which is even more, I think even more middle of nowhere. I had to, when I went to college, I had to basically convince people that there's actually humans that live in South Dakota. So, <laughs> um, cool. How are you? It's early there. You feeling awake? You feeling alive? Yeah, pretty early, pretty good. Pretty energized. Right. Awesome. Good. Um, so, so I was just kind of looking through a questionnaire and we hadn't, I mean, we just met five minutes ago, but, um, give us a little backstory on you. Uh, you're a current affiliate marketer. You're doing a lot on TikTok, but you know, take us back to, um, when you're searching around online for ways to make money online, 
what got you to that place? Uh, what were you trying to look for? Just kind of take us through that journey of finding, you know, it sounded like you found Jay Brown or somebody. What were you searching for? Uh, what was important to you? And then, and then what did you end up doing? Yes. Okay. So a little bit over a year ago, I just graduated high school and I was looking for uh, a job and uh, it was really, um, really hard to find a job because it, a lot of positions are taking up, taken up. Um, and you also need a high school diploma to get some jobs here. And it was, I, I was just, you know, struggling to find a job. So then I looked up on YouTube how to make money online. And I clicked the first video that uh, popped up and it was Jay Brown, uh, a diamond affiliate for Legendary Marketer. <clears throat> and um, it was showing me how to um, be an affiliate for ClickBank and Warrior Plus. And I signed up for those. And then he just, you know, um, did some copy and place ads. And I was really intrigued in how it worked. And it was really um, inter not entertaining. I yeah, intrigued. <laughs> but yeah. um, I started looking more into it. And like, I remember for like two to three or four hours, I just tried to do what he was doing, like straight. And then I just gave up. And then the next day I came back and I did more clicking and I did more digging and it led me to legendary and um, I learned more about it and I did more research. It led me into learning about the stock market, real estate, all wow. of that good stuff about making money online, like Amazon FBA, drop shipping. And I also tailed off into learning about all that and trying all that. But it, um, the most results I saw was with Legendary because I brought in a little traffic with YouTube. And um, although I wasn't getting any sales, I did get some leads. Um, I did uh, give up on it for like around like two, three months how, trying how, other things. How, how far back was this and how old were you? This was only a year ago. Okay. Um, so you're like 19 or so. Yeah, I was 19 and I would every morning um, wake up and go to my mom's work. She worked at the hospital and there was like the most reliable uh, resource for internet. And that's where I would always <laughs> go to learn and do work. <laughs> Very so, nice. <clears throat> yeah. And um, so you're at, you're at her hospital, like what part of the hospital? You're just hanging out? Yeah, like right by the cafeteria. She always, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was a really great spot. I had a little nifty corner. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, he's he's the dude who's just like tucked away in the corner. Like, what's yeah, with my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you started that. You did it. Uh, you probably stopped doing it for like a month or two. And that brings you to then what happened? Um. Did you get back into YouTube or then did you go somewhere else and try something else? I stopped YouTube and I tried learning about Facebook ads and then I tried creating a blog. I was just all over the place. Yeah, you're experimenting. <laughs> yes, I was experimenting. Yeah. And I ended up um, giving up again for a little while. And then all of a sudden um, I saw this TikTok challenge and TikTok is blowing up and everything. And then I decided to download it and try it out. And um, along the way, I'm learning about TikTok and about the challenge. And I'm discovering all this new, really cool things. And as I'm posting here and there, I'm getting more retention than I did on YouTube. And I'm like, wow. So then I just put all, put all my energy and focus towards TikTok and promoting legendary and giving a bunch of value on there as well. Yep. And it was really great. <laughs> That's awesome. 
and it's just taken off. So you've been doing it for about a year now on TikTok? Um, I've been learning for around a year, uh, two, three months. And then um, I've been with TikTok for like four, five months. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just I was just glancing at like your very first like couple of sales, which were about a year ago, but that that they were like kind of two outlier things. And then you really started to pick up, you're right, in like June, June, yes. July, August. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I mean, so you're you're out in the middle of the sticks. You barely have a, well, I mean, you've got you've clearly got good internet now, but I mean I'm I'm imagining if like I know if I go back to my parents' house, I'm like sitting trying to do work like over the holidays or whatever, I go back and I'm like trying to do some work and I'm like, man, you have like <laughs> 10 megabytes per second internet. Like this sucks. Like I can't oh, do man. anything. <laughs> so, okay. So over the last, really like over the last four months, I mean, you have exploded. I mean, and, um, what, so I have somebody asking in the chat, what's your TikTok handle? Yes, it is J-A-Y-T-E-E-J-R and then official. Got it. Cool. So here, guys, you can go You can go follow him, check out his TikTok. He's fun, man. I, I've seen some of your videos. Um, they're just, they're really fun. Like you are, this is becoming, this is becoming a, a real, um, this is becoming a, a very real thing uh, for people who are who are crushing it on TikTok. And I said this with another girl. Her name was Alyssa, uh, who also she got on TikTok and, and made a sale like within 24 hours. Like it, it was it was nuts. I haven't really seen anything like it, and it's kept going. <laughs> but the thing is, is like um, like one thing that I noticed with you, and one thing that I noticed with her is is like there's this element to which and let me see if i can pull this open here for a sec <clears throat> there's this element of which you've got sort of a you are you that's what i'm trying to say you are yourself like you are fully yourself right and even like even like some of these i was like looking at some of the older videos and it's like when you first started, and I actually haven't seen most of the new stuff. Like I was actually looking back on some of this older stuff and just like your style and who you are and the stuff that you say in some of these videos that have nothing to do about business, right? Like I'm from Alaska and I'm 20 entrepreneur currently doing affiliate marketing. Like, I don't know. I, I'm starting to see this, this trend of people when they're on TikTok that when when they become successful it's because they they're not trying to be somebody or do something that feels incongruent with who they are and i think that's an important piece because i've also had a couple people come to me and i'm curious to hear what you might think on this but i've had a couple people come to me and they're like hey i've been doing tiktok for like two or three months and i'm not really seeing I'm not really getting leads. Like I'm not really getting conversions to my affiliate offers. Like I've got a few affiliate offers and I'm just not seeing any sales or any conversions. And when I look at their channel, basically I did a deep dive for both of them on a, on a coaching call. And when I do this deep dive, what I found is they're creating a lot of, a lot of what is video like type videos. Like what is affiliate marketing? Like what is, you know, whatever, how to, you know, um, um, like stock trading or Forex or whatever. Um, and rather than like how to, right. And I think that like the people that I see doing well are creating more like how to step one, step two, step three, like, or maybe not even that, but just like really documenting their journey. I don't know. What do you think about that? Cause I, I see this disparity. I see some people who are just killing it on TikTok, making a lot of sales. And then I see other people who are doing a lot of content, but not really seeing results. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I can say that I was, uh, in that stage of uploading content for the people rather than for myself. Hmm. Um, and I, I mean that by, um, not being, 
yourself in front of the camera, like, say you, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm at a really loss of, uh, no, 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 this is good. <laughs> Keep going down that train. Cause this is good. Okay. Um, I was in a phase of, um, uploading content that I didn't particularly like. So then it was making me like feel kind of strange and out of place. And I um, noticed that I was out of place. So then I watched some motivation, some self-improvement. And um, one person that really helped me was Gary V. And he told me to be myself and to just not care in a way of not thinking about what others may think of you when you upload something because you don't know if it's gonna do well or not and sometimes I would get in my train or my I would get in my own head and overthink some stuff and um not do something sometimes and the next day or a couple hours later i would always regret not doing whatever it is that i planned on to do so yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's really deep that that sounded subtle the way that you said that but that that's a really deep thing because um, Dave was on the show earlier this week, or it, it might've been last week with Kiko. Um, and then again this week, and that's becoming this like sort of thread or this trend with people, which is, um, man, how do I explain it? So it, it's like, it's congruent. It's, it's like humans. There's this, there's this line of psychology that's called, um, well, I'm not going to get into the whole line of psychology, but basically <laughs> it's that like as as a as a whole person, as a whole person, we're made up of different parts of self. Like essentially there's different parts of ourselves, of our personality, of who we are as a person that sort of make up the whole self that is JT or the whole self that is Matt, right? And And when one of those parts or when multiple of those parts feel disconnected or incongruent with the other parts, that's where we feel the most anxiety and the most stress and the most fear and the most worry and all that stuff, right? We get sort of plagued by all of those feelings. So it's interesting that this even, I mean, I've thought through this so so much in my life with therapy and just working through inner, inner stuff. But it's interesting that you bring this out with content because um, because humans are so intuitive, I think. Like, I think humans, when, when people are swiping through TikTok, like the big thing about TikTok is knowing humans, like knowing yourself, but also knowing human behavior. And and there's a balance there of, of just creating content that you really love and enjoy but also knowing how to do that and blending it with how are people going to feel about this? How are they going to emotionally respond to this? Are they going to connect to this? And being able to bring in all parts of yourself into content and make it engaging. I, like, I think that's a huge accomplishment by you to, to have done that. Like, I just want you to know that that's a massive, massive skill. And a, and a huge accomplishment that really not a lot of people can do. It's a hard thing to do. So props to you, man. That's impressive. Yes. Thank you. So it, in general, if we were to go into like your strategy on TikTok, are you, are you like the type of entrepreneur who's like, who's like really uh, like structured and very like regimented and you have like a really religious approach to creating content. Like you create content every single day, three times a day at the same time each day, or like, how do you approach what's your daily routine on TikTok? I'm actually still discovering a lot about a lot. And yeah. I'm <laughs> we, still, hey, we all are by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm still quite 
all over the place. Um, I'm the starting to transition into a routine where I upload at least once at 5 p.m. Because that's like the peak of the hour. And um, other than that, I... I wait, learned. Wait, wait one sec. Wait, why five p.m.? Oh yes, the, uh, I looked at my analytics, and it said that um, that was the peak of the hour for TikTok. So just like that is that's the time five p.m. Yes. your time, which would be like nine p.m. Eastern ish. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that's good to know. If if people are watching, take notes on that. Okay. Yes. Keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, that's okay. Um, oh, crap. I'm sorry. I just forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> so you, you, you definitely <laughs> upload at 5 p.m. your time. So like 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, are, do you have like, is it your goal to do multiple posts a day? Or are you mostly doing one post a day? Yes. Um, if I don't tend to upload in the morning or a little bit in the afternoon or at noon. Sometimes I like to upload at noon. Um, then yes, I will indefinitely upload at five. But yep. if I'm not uploading, then I am learning and educating myself as much as I can. Cool. Are you, so you do this, like you don't have another job that you're doing on the side. So you've got a good amount of time. Um, are you, do you treat this kind of like a job? Like you spend a good, like six, seven, eight plus hours a day, like learning and working? Yes. That's how I treated it. Even though I was earning nothing, that's mm -hmm. how I treated it a year ago when I was going to the hospital every morning for internet, taking the public bus, the free transit bus <laughs> all right so you're you're not even you're not even hitching hit a ride with your mom you're you're hopping on the freaking public transit yes <laughs> that's what i did last year every morning <laughs> that's badass now i can afford my own internet and do my own work at home <laughs> cool do you do are you at your parents house still um no i'm not okay cool so you've got your own spot you're doing your own thing you're like self-sustaining Yes. Yes, I Damn. am. That's cool. Do you have other siblings? I I have one sibling. She's, she's I think, just turned 18. Cool. <laughs> so, dude, all right. So where did you – this is an, this is another interesting piece. Where where do you think you got that – where do you think you got that, like, self-motivation thing? Like, where, where does that come from? Because I always wonder that, too. Like, like when I was – when I was – first getting started in this industry, kind of similar to you. Like I would, I, I did have a job and we were broke as you know what, like we were broke and, um, I like, we would pay, we would do, we would pay rent and have like $7 in our checking account, like broke, uh, and in debt and just all of this stuff. Right. And I was working a minimum wage job, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I would, I would wake up I essentially go to work. I, I worked at a coffee shop as a barista. I'd wake up at 5 a.m. I'd make it to work by 5.30. We'd open the coffee shop at 6. I, I was riding my bike through like Colorado winters, like a couple miles in freezing cold weather. Like it was just, it was stupid. It was the dumbest thing. I don't even know. I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but it was kind of so I would do that. And then I'd come home around like two o'clock, right? Full day work, eight hours, come back like two o'clock, whatever. And, um, I would like crash for 30 minutes and then I would start working on my business and it was like grinding. And then I got a different job that, that was more normal hours, uh, where, so in that case I would wake up at 4.00 AM and I would work for like two and a half hours before I went into work. And then I would crash when I came home and then I'd work again late into the night and get like six hours of sleep. I can't, like, I literally can't do that anymore. I've tried and I don't have, I actually can't. I, my body does not respond to it. It will not wake up. It will not like my body's like, you need eight hours of sleep. 
and you have to figure out what you need to do it. But I've always wondered, like, how does that, do you think it's just nature? Do you think it's nurture? Like who, who told you, Hey, JT, like, you've got to get up. You've got to wake up. You've got to get on that bus. You've got to get there. You've got to grind. You've got to work for whatever you want. Yeah. Um, that's a really, okay. My, um, okay. Well, I'll start from here. Um, I've always had this vid, um, dream of becoming a YouTuber ever since I was 12. And <clears throat> we moved here f from another um, town in it. Uh, Alaska when I was 13 and back then the internet was horrible <laughs> like <laughs> um, after we got all settled um, I begged my mom to get internet and she ended up getting internet and um, I then again educated myself all on YouTube and streaming. Oh my goodness, that did so much damage to my mom's internet bill. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then two, two to three years ago, the internet has actually improved. I can safely say 10 times better. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to be a YouTuber ever since I was 12. And that drive has not gone away. Like I still want to become a YouTuber and I'm working on that every day to upload. And, um, you know, I just went through college just not knowing what to do. And I had a seasonal job, which where we worked only a couple months out of the year at yeah. uh yeah it was a fish plant and oh my goodness that tore me up at a really young age man those hours were so long and uh it was really random so like sometimes we would wake up at eight in the morning and go to work and then sometimes they would tell us to come in at 12. one one time i worked 20 whole hours because we were able to work overtime over 12 and I was there until like three or four in the morning. <laughs> I also but, um, did that at a seasonal job because when it's seasonal, they don't have to pay you like time and a half for overtime, right? Yeah, they pay, yeah, the time at time and a half. It really racked, racked up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I worked there for four seasons and when I was 19, um, I told like when the season when it's over, I told myself, man, I cannot work here. So then I set off and I applied everywhere for the longest time. Nobody was calling me back. I didn't get any any interviews or nothing. So then I looked up at home how to make money online and uh, led me to this. And um, I needed a place for internet. And the only place I thought of was the hospital because it was free and the fastest. And yeah, I just went there and educated myself every single day for hours. That's crazy. You're just sitting there. You're just you're just on YouTube. You're just yeah. You're just literally searching around on YouTube and trying to find any free way you can to learn. Yes. There's a good lesson in that, man. I mean, there's a, gr well, there's a great lesson in that. I think for, for most people, um, there's like, like literally, I think for most people, once you get the foundation of, for instance, like what I tell people is if they when, and if they purchase our blueprints, that should be the last course they ever buy. Because really, once you have a foundational learning experience, what we've done is condensed essentially 10 years of experience into a single product in the in the business in the in the business blueprints here. 
But I tell people like that has to be your last purchase because after that moment, after you've got sort of the foundation of how to run a business model and how to set up a business online, everything else you can learn for free, everything else, like everything else. If you could become skilled at Google searching, which I think is probably the most valuable skill that I've learned online is, is how to Google search and how to like type in just the right thing into Google or YouTube to find the solution. Um, I didn't realize that for a long time until like I, I watched like my wife and my family and like different people, my, my friends, like try to Google solutions. And I was like, wow, like that's not at all how I would search that. Like I'm exactly like that too. I'm like, yeah, hey, let me see that. And I type in the bright thing and then I'm like, here you go. And they're like, wow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it, it is a skill. It should be a course. It should be a course on how to search and how to engineer a solution. Because a lot of times I'll get emails all the time in my inbox. I could pull up in my inbox right now from people who are in our legendary community who are like, I can't figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Here's what's happening. And I'm like, well, have you tried Google? Like <laughs> there's this awesome thing called Google that basically has every answer to every problem that's ever existed. Um, interesting. That's so interesting. So you're like, man, I, I can't imagine your daily routine, like hopping on a bus. I used to take public transit all the time in Chicago when I went to college and I was like 20 and they gave us a bus pass for free. So we would hop on, um, we did public transit everywhere. Um, which is actually really cool. I, I was in like a small town of 400 people. And when I moved to downtown Chicago, I was like, I was instantly a minority. Like I would get on, I would, it was the first time ever. We didn't even have, like, I grew up in a town where there wasn't a single person of color, not one. And so it's like, it's 400 white, white people. Like that's what it is. And so I go to Chicago and I hop on a, like my first bus ride and I'm like, damn, like there's, 10% white people and, and like the rest is just a total scattering of like Hispanic, black, Asian, like it's just, it was wild, man. It was out of control. I loved it though. Like it was, I would do anything to go back to those days. And if I went back there and lived in the city, I would take the buses and trains a hundred percent. Like that experience for me, felt, it was weird. Cause it felt like home, like the, the, the diversity, like the aspect of, of being with lots of different people from different backgrounds, from different experiences, from different ages, like all of that stuff just felt like, I don't know, felt like a more accurate representation of the world than like the small town I grew up in. You know what I mean? I'm sure you yeah. know what I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. I, I don't know. I, I find that the whole, I find that the whole self-motivation thing is a very interesting thing. I, I've been working from home, um, it, both doing affiliate marketing, coaching, consulting, um, ads management, all kinds of stuff. For I, I finally quit my job in, in 2017. And um, so on about three or four, four years now. And a lot of times people will ask me, like, this is all pre-pandemic, but they're like, you're so like, I can never, ever work from home. Like, I don't know how you get anything done. What do you do? And it's like, and I would always be like confused by that question. Like, what do you mean? Like what I, if I wasn't married, I would probably work 18 hours a day and love it. Like <laughs> I would have no social life and I would like, I would just be working. Like I love working. Like I love I love the challenge of trying to make money. I love the challenge of trying to figure out new ways to create income for myself. Like that's a fun challenge. It's an exciting challenge to wake up to every day. I think like for you, you're 20 and I like, I, I man, I just, I have so much respect for you. I, I'll, and I know that you're not in the place you want to be yet. Like I know you're earning a lot. Like you are, you're earning a lot of money, especially for tw being 20 and like being pretty new to the game. Like you're really killing it, dude. Um, but I know that you've, I'm sure that you've got bigger, bigger dreams and vision for yourself than, than where you're at currently. Um, but I, yeah, I just want to give you, you know, big props, like you, your work ethic and like you, that's, that's rare and you should cherish that. Cause that's, that's not something that people I don't think are born with. 
it's sort of this learned it well it maybe it's a combo but it's sort of this learned um really i mean it's a skill but it is one of those dna things you know what i mean like it's the i don't know if you watch basketball but it's the mamba mentality and i think you've got it are you yeah. a basketball guy um I follow it here and there. Yeah. <laughs> but thank yeah. you, Mitch. Matt, I appreciate it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the killer mentality and you've got to have it. I think you got it, man. I think you got it. So, what's um what's on the horizon? I mean, are you are you just continuing on? Are you like looking into other stuff? Are you what, what's on the horizon? I have been educating myself about a lot about like social media and um what else do i got going on i got some something about bitcoin and i'm i'm reading this uh think and grow rich book every day for the next six weeks because someone told me to on tiktok and i have been for the uh past four days and it it it, it really is really effective actually like my mind has made a really like my mind flipped 180 degrees from the past four days of reading this book and i'm like holy crap because <laughs> yeah i have i have uh I, this is basically within within arm's reach of me at all time i this yeah. is this is ugly like cheapo <laughs> copy but yeah awesome, yeah man yes and i just uh finished rich dad poor dad a month ago cool. um and i bought it like 10 months ago and i only got through like three-fourths of the book and then i gave up on it and then i finally reread it and finished it and i'm proud of myself for that because <laughs> like yeah. i haven't yeah <laughs> i'm not much of a reader but i'm i'm getting into it like really bad now <laughs> that's awesome you want to, you want a cool, uh, you want a cool exercise that you can do that. I think it, it's, there's this exercise that a, a mentor of mine, he passed away, but he, he taught me called uh, ultra reading. So, um, basically an ultra read is where you take, you take like a stack of books. So get like five or six books and you can also get like, um, you can also get like a magazine. Like if you have a copy of Forbes or entrepreneur or something, um, and, and you just stack them, you put put them on a stack and then, uh, you set a timer for three minutes and, uh, and then you just hit start on the timer and you open the book and just flip to a random spot in the book and, and just read for three minutes. And then when three minutes is up, you put the book down and then you grab the next book. And, and like, there's a few, there's a few goals in that. It's like, number one is to sort of, it's to sort of release us from, like I kind of heard you saying it and I definitely have it. It's sort of to release you from the shame of like not finishing a book. Cause there's this weird like mental thing that we do with ourselves. Like when we have an unfinished book, um, we were like, Oh geez, another thing that I started and didn't finish, you know? And it's like, Oh, I'm just, just terrible at this. And it's sort of, it gives you permission to just open a book and not finish it. And it totally be okay. And then, and then the other thing is that like, you can't do this with fiction books, right? Like you can't do it with like a storybook, but, um, but with like more like nonfiction, think and grow rich four hour work week, um, like those kind of books, um, you can do it for two or three minutes. It'll take you 10 to 15 minutes to get through a few, like to pound through a few books. And it's just like, it's such a great content create. That's the first thing I tell people when they're struggling with content is like do an ultra read, and by the end of that ultra read in 10 minutes, you will have an idea for content. Like you will have a really, really powerful idea or maybe two or three for some really good content. Um, but also it's like, it's a great way to read without feeling like I have to finish this chapter or I have to finish this book. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 There's also like apps that I found that like, where I've been getting ads on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen these ads, but I get ads on TikTok for apps where you can scan the cover of the book and it basically like tells you what's inside. It summarizes the book. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That sounds cool. <laughs> I need to try it. I haven't tried it out, but if you haven't, um, I've, uh, if you haven't got the book, do, do you know Tim Ferriss? 
Tim Ferriss. I have. I'm not familiar. He wrote the book, The Four Hour Work Week. Um, it's a pretty old book, but it's it's uh, from like 2008 or maybe earlier. So it's it's pretty old, but he um he was really like the. It's kind of like the entrepreneur. It's like the online entrepreneur's Bible. It's like kind of the OG of like income automation and setting up and setting up like stores and stuff. So like the examples that are used in that book are like from people running Yahoo stores. Like this is like 2004, <laughs> dude, like just super, super ugly, like dumb stuff. Um <laughs> But like it talks a lot about like outsourcing and and like how to think about automating your business once you get to a point where like you're making some money, but you want to actually live. You know what I mean? Um, it's a cool read. I don't know how much you'd resonate with it because because you um, you you're a grinder and you and you love the hustle, which I freaking love. Um, but the one that you might like better is called Tools of Titans. Um, it's like a, it's a big book and it's like probably 30 bucks or something, but it's very much worth it. There's, uh, essentially he does a podcast and, um, he took like the best episodes of his podcast and condensed each podcast episode into about five pages. And so like, there's great interview questions. There's, uh, and they're with like super famous people, Jimmy Fallon, like just a ton of like people who are at the top of their game and, like just reading one of those a day or even just one randomly, like I'll just pull it off the shelf and just read one and be like, damn, that was really good. Um, just really, really good inspirational stuff. But yeah, you should introduce yourself to Tim Ferriss. He's, he's a good dude to know. If you like Gary V uh, for his kind of contrarian, contrarian mentality, you'll probably like a lot with Tim Ferriss. All right, it's cool. I'm uh, yes, I actually have a really big list of books lined up for myself as well. <laughs> so let me add another one. <laughs> well, the Tools of Titans won't be like a hey, I'm gonna sit down and read the whole thing. Like I've had it, I've had that book now since it came out three or two or three years ago or something, and I've read like I don't know, probably fifty pages of it. It's multiple, multiple hundred pages long. But it's just you read different different parts of it at different times, or like if you just need kind of a mental break, it's nice to have. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, all right, let's. I've taken up forty five minutes of your time. Let's let's bring this in for a little landing. Um, I but I'd like to to give you sort of the final word. Like, uh, what what? Oh, and I'm sorry. Um, uh, I was just kidding. Do you have an alarm? Yeah. yeah. I was just oh, waking no. up. It turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I thought for a second that it was like um, I I thought for a second that it was like you were in like a like a full blown like COVID nineteen <laughs> <laughs> like full alarm situation. Also, like you, you, <laughs> Dean just commented, "Are you under attack?" Yeah. <laughs> maybe like dude you're in alaska you're pretty close to russia and closer to china like i thought maybe we're going full bomb scare here that was like that was crazy um all right let's let's wrap this thing up give us give us the final word on on like if there's people out there who are on tiktok or on youtube who are um who are trying to create content trying to get off the ground what would you say to those people especially like to people, because I know there's people out there who are doing it for a month or two or three, and um, it's slow, and they're not quite seeing results yet, and they're wondering kind of like, what what should I do? What should I? How do I? How do I get this moving? Yes. So for me, um, I've realized that um, the more content you put out on TikTok, the more retention you get, and um, um <clears throat> like I, I used to only post a video a day but now i'm trying to um do three but if i can't then it's indefinitely one and um what i did to get off the ground was not worry about the qual the um 
quality of the content, but rather the quantity and how much you upload. Um, and be yourself. Um, be actual. Be real. Be truthful. Um, and uh, I also tried to get retention on YouTube. I only have like a hundred and twelve subscribers on there, and. When I was uploading like every day a couple of months ago, I was getting like 30 views uh, every day and I stopped for a while and then I uploaded and I only got like 8, 10 and then the more I uploaded, the more views I got. So I think just retention and consistency, being yep. true to yourself is like the key components I like to carry in my head to want to gross a social media platform, you know? <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like the aspect. I, I think that to me, the more that I watch people and the, cause, cause I don't do a whole ton of social media content creation, but the benefit I have is I do a ton of interviews and I do a ton of case studies, like a ton and it, it, without question, like one thing that I have seen really help people is consistency and the algorithm rewards consistency. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. Well, cool, man. This has been incredible. Um, you're a really cool guy and, uh, and I'm really pumped every time we do an interview and, and we get somebody who's just down to earth and is a, is a hustler and like, are you a gamer too? Yeah, I play so much. Like, like <laughs> last last week, I saw like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go into like what? What do you? I'm not. I'm not a huge gamer, but um, I'm I'm interested in that culture for sure. And uh, what 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 are you gaming on? What do you? What's what are you? What's your platform? What are your games? Um, I'm I'm playing on PS4. Uh. Mostly Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and I actually yeah. have a YouTube for that that I'm trying to grow. All right, let's get yeah, it. That, let's get it that's, out there. That, that's What's what the channel that, called? It's called Jalumbi, J-E-L-U-M-B-Y. <laughs> and um, I don't have any videos. I just have a stream uploaded. So I'm also planning on streaming every day once I get... Uh, another automation going on, you know, more retention. Um, yep. Then I'm going to start working on that. But um, yeah, like a week ago, I have to say this really quick. I was playing so much game. I felt really guilty about my business. And um, okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was just playing too much. And I was like, oh my gosh, so much. I put so much time into playing video games rather than in my business. So then what I did was just put my game away for a couple of days and I just grinded on my business for like three, four days. And that really helped me out into being consistent and being motivated every morning to wake up and look forward to something. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that's big. I mean, I think that's huge because that's that's a that's a like a little rewarding thing. Um, it's it's positive reinforcement. Yeah, that's that's always proven to be the the number one thing that helps people. That's awesome. So okay, so this whole and and that's that's actually a really cool like you know that's a side. The cool part about you again, like this is this is just like this goes straight back to your DNA. The cool part is like you've got this hobby, right? And you're like, man, I want to, I want to, um, I, I got this hobby. I love gaming. I love doing that in my spare time. And then what do you do? You go and create a YouTube channel and you're trying to monetize your hobby. I, I yeah. <laughs> it's hustling, to, it's hustling to the core and I love it. it. It's like, it is like an addiction almost and it, but it's fun. And, you know, I guess if you're going to be addicting to anything, it's, it's like, I would love for people to be addicted to that, you know, trying to figure out ways to monetize their hobby. Like that's a Heck cool. Yes. Video. Um, <laughs> on your, on your YouTube channel, you've got like 47 subscribers. Eventually you're going to try to monetize that channel. Sometimes yes. down the road. Yes. I have um, a lot of equipment on the way to um, put more 
content out there and to make it easier for myself to just, you know, press a couple buttons and then just record and upload. Are you going to, um, are you going to be on Twitch? What's yes. I tried Twitch and I actually did. I actually think I'm going to be on there to stream like in general. And then I'm just going to like upload videos on YouTube, like the recap of the stream or something like that. Cool. That's awesome. We, uh, we tested a platform called caster C A S T R. Um, which I actually loved. It was, it was very easy to use, but you can, you can simulcast. Uh, it, it allows you to simulcast across YouTube, Twitch, multiple different platforms. Um, Facebook, you can, yeah, you can literally, you can simulcast and go live on multiple platforms all at once, which is pretty dope. Um, and then we also use this piece of software called Ecamm, um, which is really cool because you can put overlays on your stream and stuff. Uh, Ecamm is is very cool. It's it's not free. You can get a free trial and test it out though. Um, it's called Ecamm Live. And uh, in terms of streaming like capabilities, like you can play like intro videos, you can do overlays, you can put names on stuff, you can do like cool like borders and graphics and um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. But anyway, I, I'm just nerding out about streaming at this point. Yeah, it's usually you keep us updated though on like how that's going. Cause I, I like, here's what I like I, is, is when I see people, for instance, um, I see gamers doing this, but I also like, I see people like Joe Rogan, right? He's like the most famous podcaster of all time, but like he'll put videos on YouTube and guess what? When you watch a two hour episode of Joe Rogan or a three hour episode of Joe Rogan, uh, there's probably six different places in the video where ads pop up and, um, that dude's making, uh, uh like just insane money, right. From, from just getting paid from Google just to have ads showing during, during his videos, it's getting millions of views. And so I think sometimes what people miss with platforms like YouTube is that maybe they don't want to do the whole, like selling people hard on affiliate marketing products or like doing hard selling. And they could take it a more passive route where maybe they, they would actually maybe more like to sit on a, a stream yard. Like we're using StreamYard to stream this, right? Uh, StreamYard's technically free. And I see people like, um, I, I just happened upon this guy the other day, but um, this guy, he also streams on StreamYard and uh, his name is, his name is um, Michael Malice. He's a little bit of a, he's like an anarchy guy. So I'm not like recommend, I don't know. I, I'm not making a political statement is all I'm saying. Um, he's a little weird for me, but like he was, he was actually on Joe Rogan. Um, it, it, but his channel is only 45,000 subscribers, but basically he's, he's kind of like an anarchist, talks a lot about politics, talks a lot about that kind of stuff, but he doesn't, he doesn't, it's not like he's selling something hard, right? He's, he's just on there talking for like an hour or so each episode about something that he really, really cares about. And then from there, like it, he just, he, he has ads that run on his videos. He's got his videos monetized. And that's really all that it is like, and that's how he makes a lot of his money. And then also uh, YouTube now does a thing. I don't know if you know this, but where you can have people um, su sign up as members of your channel for paid subscriptions. Hmm. Did you know that? No, that's my first time hearing about this. So I, I might I have to look into that. So I don't know if this is, if this is, you have to get to a certain amount. I, I actually don't know if you have to get to a certain amount of subscribers to have this open. But for instance, I pay five bucks a month to this guy. And again, not super endorsing him. He was a former, he was a former uh, NFL player. His name is Pat McAfee. Um, he was a punter for the Colts and uh, retired early about 29 to start like kind of a media company slash like podcasting company. And he just hit a million subscribers on YouTube. Um, and basically right here, you can see where it says membership. Um, I, I pay him, I think six bucks a month to be a member and you get members only content in this community. So um, you get, they give discounts on their online store. Um, they give like um, special episodes. He's setting up, 
he said that he's setting up a um, a special studio in his in his house um, outside of their office to give like kind of behind the scenes content. He's a big sports guy. And so um, he just does like live streams of like uh, boxing matches and football games. And he'll do like um, he'll do like commentary of the game so that you can mute your TV and like listen to uh, him and like his buddies basically talk about the game while the game is on. So like <laughs> there is just so many ways to monetize like whatever you want to talk about. I think gaming kind of fits into that realm. Um, anyway, I, I just got on a totally different tangent there, but I just, <laughs> to me, so here's why I say that. I, I think that, and, and I, I think that a lot of times people come in and they get put into this bubble where they feel like they need to do what JT's doing, or they need to do what big Mark is doing, or they need to do what Nathan Lucas is doing in order to be successful. And there's this gap from when somebody starts to somebody having really good content and figuring out their voice in their content and doing something that's more passive style content creation that's actually about something they know and are an expert on and love, that for people could be way more beneficial than them constantly banging their head against their keyboard trying to figure out how to make content around affiliate marketing. Would you agree? Yes. Like 100%, right? Yeah. And then from there... Then once you've gotten good at content and maybe who knows, maybe you get 5,000 subscribers, maybe you get 10,000 subscribers, maybe you blow up and you never come back to affiliate marketing again, <laughs> or maybe you figure out this whole content piece. You become comfortable on video because you're talking about something that you love and then you come back to, or then you approach it with a little bit more of like a, uh, an experienced mentality when it comes to then creating videos with affiliate marketing or digital marketing or coaching or consulting or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just, I, I like to give people more, a, a bigger, broader vision of what's possible. And I like that you're doing gaming and I like that you're experimenting with that and streaming and all that stuff. Cause man, I mean, you're still at the beginning of the wave of that whole gaming thing, but that whole gaming thing is huge, dude. Yeah. It is massive. Do you watch people stream on on like Twitch and stuff? Um, I'm not much of a stream watcher. I just like seeing good content around it. Yeah, more of like I'm not gonna watch the four hour stream. I'm gonna yeah. watch the I'm gonna watch the twelve minute summary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that kind of guy. I got you. Well, you don't you don't have time for a four hour stream. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're too you're too busy business building. All right. Hey, I'm going to let you go. I can't thank you enough. Um, be on the lookout for an email. It'll come from Dave. Um, I'll send over an email uh, in a couple months to have you on again, maybe in December or January. Does that sound good? Yes, it sounds good. Cool. Man, this was awesome. You gave a lot of value today. This is, this is really, really cool. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Have a good one, man. See ya. Yes, you too. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully that was value. If you got some value, can you like give us a little love? Hit that heart on this video, on this stream, and and just give like like write something heartfelt to to JT in the comments. Like just what was one thing that you got, or what was one thing that was valuable? Um, let them know. I mean, it's really helpful uh, for us to see that and to know that you got a little bit of value from this. It it sort of helps. Not, not legitimize the time that we spend on it, but it, it just helps us know that like the content that we're putting out here is is helpful for you, that you're getting some value, that it's inspiring you or that it's giving you ideas or whatever. So um, let us know in the comments and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Dave's going to be live here from the sticks out in the mountains. <laughs> so um, join us live 10 a.m. Eastern every single day. Uh, JT's handles and everything are in the comments here. So if you want to look him up, absolutely do it. And, uh, awesome. Thanks for the comments. I love the comments. Uh, have a good rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, Friday, and your weekend. And, uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow and we'll be back here all week next week, every single week. We're here live 10 a.m. Eastern. Take it easy guys. See ya.